Old F.B. Meyer, some of you may have some of his books. Many of them are still in print today. Went to be with the Lord in the 1920s. Friend of D.L. Moody, great preacher at conferences both in this country and on the other side of the Atlantic, his home country of Britain. And F.B. Meyer tells of the time when the big change came in his life. He records it. Very, Meyer was an absolutely transparent guy. And he said he's pastoring this large church, which he did pastor a large church, and he had in some young men. One of them was C.T. Studd, pioneer missionary later to Africa. But these were young guys from Cambridge. They were students at Cambridge. C.T. Studd was one of the most proclaimed athletes of his day in Britain. And they'd all gotten a really good dose of salvation and decided, fooey on all of that, we're going to serve the Lord and go into foreign missions. And it just made national news. I mean, the newspapers were full of it, and every, you know, there were all kinds of people that wanted them for meetings, so they traveled around Britain before they went off to the field and told their testimonies of how God had finally gotten a hold of their hearts and all the things that they thought were important no longer are important. And Meyer has them in for a meeting, and one night after one of the meetings, he said to C.T. Studd, Charlie Studd, he said, Young man, what do you have that I don't have? And as you can well imagine, this student was embarrassed that this older, famous pastor was asking him what he had that Meyer didn't have. And he didn't know how to answer. And finally, he just kind of stammered out. He said, I I don't know, Mr. Meyer, have you given everything to God? And Meyer said he winced. He, Meyer, winced because he knew he hadn't given everything to God. And he said most of the time he could overlook it and he didn't have to think about it except when he officiated at the Lord's table and that it was always right there. And he tells of determining that night that he was somehow going to wrestle that out with the Lord. And the way that he described it, I'll give it in his words, He's on his knees in his room, and it's like the door opens, and the Lord walks in and comes over to him and points down into his lap and says, Meyer, what's that in your lap? And Meyer looked down, and it was this whole ring of keys. He said, well, Lord, those are the keys to my life. The Lord said, I'd like to have those keys. Meyer said, Lord, you've always had them. And he gave the Lord the whole ring of keys. The Lord hardly even looked at the ring. He looked back at Meyer and said, what's that? And Meyer looked down, and it was a little key he'd never put on the ring. And folks, I want to pause for a moment. You and I can think to ourselves that one thing doesn't matter. You've got to remember, our whole flesh entrenches itself in the one thing. It often isn't the thing, it's that our whole flesh barricaded itself right there. It's like the Lord said to the rich young ruler, you lack one thing. And Meyer said when the Lord pointed at that key, he instinctively clutched it. And the Lord said, I'd like to have that key too. And Meyer said no. No. 
And he said, the Lord tossed the whole ring of keys back and said something like this, if I don't have them all, I don't have you at all. And God does bring you to a crisis like that. He puts up with a lot, folks, because sanctification is progression. But there are times in the life of a church or an individual when the Lord comes and he puts his finger on the thing that is the problem. And he really means business at that moment. And Meyer recognized he was in the crisis of his life. And he sat there and struggled and finally, in an agony, admitted to himself that he was not capable of releasing his fingers. And there are things like that in our lives. The roots go so deep and the tentacles are so pervasive, it's like it's the whole chemistry of my life to be selfish like this. Or stubborn like this. Or lazy like this. Or filled with lust like this. Or willful like this. And sometimes you have to do what Meyer did. Meyer finally cried out and said, Lord, I can't give it, but I would be willing for you to take it. And he said, that's all the Lord needed. The Lord came over. He's got omnipotent hands, and he just pried his fingers apart, and he took the key. Folks, don't let that illustration bother you. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. God gets his way either way. You say, I'll give it, or you say, Lord, this is beyond me. You're going to have to take it, but I'm willing for you to take it. He got your will. That is what he wanted. He wanted your will. And Meyer said in his case, after about two weeks, he didn't even miss it. Most real revival will be when we allow the Lord to get in close. 